Hello everyone, you're listening to the King's Road Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nicholas Frickin' Cage. And I am here to talk about many, many things. We're not going to be talking about Con Air. We're not going to be talking about Face Off. We're Did somebody not say gonna... Face Off? Oh, he's here. It's me, John Travolta. I'm your best friend, Nick. How are you? You stole my face, John. I stole your face because you stole my face first. You know what else was stolen from what? me? What was stolen? The Declaration of you know what was stolen from me? I don't want to do this. The love of Sandy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sandy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is the Real Kings Road Podcast now. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Cody Sousa, and next to me is... I'm Mike. Michael Regan. This totally isn't happening a couple minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> totally not. So, uh, today we're going to be talking about WWE Payback. It's a bitch. Nicholas Cage already settled that for us. So, Title we're just going to kind of go through the we're going to go through the whole card and just kind of talk about what happened. Probably talk about SmackDown and Raw yeah, too. We'll talk, yeah. I mean, I miss most of Raw to be honest. Yeah. Actually, we both miss most of Raw to be honest. <laughs> and I missed the portion and Raw and SmackDown. You you missed like 90% of SmackDown. Yeah, I miss I mean I literally only watched the main event of SmackDown. Yeah, I, I caught of, up with it afterwards, but like Sometimes I just kind of view SmackDown through the YouTube videos. That's what yeah. I've been doing. So anyway, payback yeah. happened. So we payback. Uh, so what is it? Uh, I missed. So I missed the be, the first match and then the beginning to kind of the middle. Yeah. Of uh, the opening match. What was the uh, kickoff? Uh, fucking oh, Enzo and, and Cass. Yeah, that was just yeah. Dallas I, and Anderson. We don't really have to talk about that. Enzo and Cass don't really seem to have direction. The, I hate them now. Yeah, I, I don't like them. I hate them. I don't like them. Like even when uh when I was watching Raw, I was like, man. Like if you follow our Twitter, you know, I fu- I hate them. I hate them so much. The the humor is not there anymore. No. You know they they just list things now, and it's not funny. I feel like that their momentum. You you go a year back, a year back when they debuted. They were hot. They were the hottest act. They were one of the hottest acts in WWE. Yep. And they have cooled. Now they're on the kickoff, and it's not even an interesting kickoff. Yeah. It's just. Honestly, hey. I'm still kind of surprised the crowd gets behind him as much as they do when he comes out. He has a lot of charisma when Enzo yeah. comes out, and but like you separate those two, it's it's gonna it's not gonna be a good thing. We can no. say that much, no. but you know it's just turn him heel. And then you have the club, and it's just Gallows and Anderson. They mm-hmm. are so poorly booked. Oh one my of, goodness, uh, they go from winning a match to losing. They never have any momentum. One of our friends pointed out to me when we were watching Raw. Uh, he had said, do you remember when Gallows and Anderson first debuted? It was a big fucking deal when they first debuted. Was it last year? Yeah. It was, it was the same time? Yep. Look at both teams in yep. a year because of poor booking. Yep. God damn Nobody it. Nobody gives a shit about the club anymore. Nope. And it sucks because they're both really good. They, they, they get put in these random feuds. They lose tag matches. They lose... Handicap matches to Roman Reigns for no reason. The fucking, what is it, their gimmick is that they call people nerds now? It's just, ugh. I don't know. It's stupid. All right, what's the, oh, then there was the Finn Balor Miz segment. Oh, yeah, I missed that, too. You, yeah, I read It was okay. It was like a solid episode of Miz TV, I guess. Uh, I, the one cool thing that happened during it was Miz teased the idea of Finn versus Brock. Mm-hmm. Which I think could be a really, really cool feud down the road. I would l- honestly love to frick it's the Demon King versus the Beast Incarnate. Yeah, that would just be awesome. Let Finn just be this like this baby face who's just he's getting his ass kicked by Brock, but yeah, he keeps coming back. 
And I think that could be real. Like, how much is it going to take to put the demon away? Yeah. Not just how much is it going to... Because the question going into it is, what's it going to take for Finn to put the beast away? But at the, the same time... The beast versus the demon. But at the same time, it, it, during the match, be like, well, what's it going to take for the beast to put the demon king away? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it could be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> what was our first match? Uh, Jericho and Owens for the U.S. title. That was that was solid. Was it? Yeah, it was solid. I, I, like I said, I missed most of it. You missed most of it, but I just remember, like, I don't know, I wasn't as engaged. Yeah. I wasn't engaged. I was, like, I was watching it, but Which I wasn't is, as engaged to it. It's weird because, uh, like, going back to the WrestleMania match, I thought I was going to be really engaged in the WrestleMania match. And yeah. It wasn't as, like... It didn't pull us in as much, which is weird because out of all the feuds going into WrestleMania, that was probably one of the best built ones. Like, I I will, I feel completely justified in saying this statement, and I will stand by it. I think the Festival of Friendship was one of the best segments they've done in, like, ten fucking years. Do you think so? I think so. Like, if you go back and watch that... The minute Jericho pulls the clipboard out of the present that Owens got, gets him, you hear an audible gasp from the audience. <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> and it's amazing because I was, was yeah. we weren't watching it together that night. And I was sitting there watching it. And even when he pulled it out, I was like, no! Oh, no! <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think the Festival of Friendship was awesome. And then WrestleMania just kind of fell flat for him. And I, then this like, just kind looking of fell back flat. at the Festival of Friendship, though, that, I, I know the gas you're talking about where he lifts it up and he's like, I'm Why smiling. is my and name everyone's on like, this? Oh no, it's happening! No! <laughs> it was like a, it was literally a soap opera. Don't it, it was, know what you got till it's gone. And then they break up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, okay. came back. Well, well. Okay, so but uh, the match was okay. Like it was solid. It was yeah. a solid match. Um, Jericho winning was a big surprise. But then mm-hmm. on SmackDown, we got to see you know Owens win it back. Owens won it back. I, I didn't. I th- I'm, I was I was honestly wondering because when Jericho won, I actually got excited. Yeah. And remember what I said to you? I thought they were gonna go the uh, the No Mercy route where Jinder and Orton opens up the pay per view. Oh yeah. And yeah. then the main event could be like Owens, Owens and Styles Jericho. and Jericho. Yeah. And if Owens could pin Jericho. You know, Owens could pin Jericho, take him out, maybe like a rematch on SmackDown or something mm-hmm. like that, and then that's when Jericho can go to. I don't know. I don't know the the Fozzy tour schedule. I don't know. But you know, I thought they were gonna do something like that, so that yeah. way you can hold off on Styles Owens for yet another month. Yeah. It, it possibly was, until Battle. It was it was confusing because I remember reading something because I think somebody did a report on like uh, when Fozzy was touring and stuff like that. All their shows were on like Tuesdays, so I was like, "Oh, huh, really? Wonder how that's gonna work out for Chris." <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know, and you know, I liked how they put they had Owens go over as a heel. Yeah. I hate the xenophobic "I'm Canadian" thing. Yeah, uh, it, that's just stupid. it doesn't suit him. It does. He's so much better. He can get way more heat just being himself. He doesn't have to rely on that. Yeah, I think it's dumb. I think it's just, I think it's lazy. I think it's a lazy story to tell. Yeah, is okay. I hate. How okay? It doesn't make any sense. Yes, we're going to boo. We're going to boo Kevin Owens, not just because he's the bad guy, but because he's, he's Canadian. Canadian. But we're going to cheer Chris Jericho, not just because he's the good guy, but oh wait, no, he's Canadian too. This makes so much sense. Yeah. It just it doesn't make any sense, you know. Like it, even even if he wasn't born in Canada, he was yeah. raised in Canada. He considers himself Canadian. Mm-hmm. He has the Can- Canadian flag on his arm. Yep. 
it, it's just, I, I don't know, it's just, I think it's a stupid storyline. To get, what is it, to get sidetracked a second. <laughs> Do you remember, uh, when is it, mid 2000s, when he was a baby face? And like Vince wanted to get him over, so he so he started getting announced by Howard Finkel. It was like born in Manhasset, New York. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching. Cause like, I used because I used like yeah, yeah. I used to have the DVDs. Yeah, I, like obviously we used to all buy yeah, we used yeah. to buy the DVDs. I remember buying all the DVDs, and I got really confused because it's like you know it's Winnipeg. Yeah, that's like the big thing, and then it just said Manha- it had said uh, Manhasset, New York. Yeah, and I'm just and I got I was like wait. <laughs> Oh, I thought he, he was, oh, I must have, I misunderstood. I was like, oh, okay. It's like Vince didn't think a Canadian could get over. <laughs> That's just sad. Jesus. Well, Vince, Vince seems to be a xenophobe, so no offense, Vince. Actually, no, fuck you. No, I don't care. Anyway, it was yeah. a good match. Solid nice match, one. yeah. I liked it. Uh, Austin Aries versus Neville in that was, what I think was better than their WrestleMania match. I think the WrestleMania match was better, but I like that I... It's this one was leading up to be better to it, mm-hmm. but better than it, I should say. Yeah. But the the I think the problem at the end of it was bec- it's not even a problem. Yeah. It's they want to prolong it for an extra. I was gonna month. say, did you not like the dusty finish? I like the dust. I was fine with it. I thought it was. I'm like, I'm fine with these two going at it for another like four months. That's yeah. fine as long as the story's there. Yeah. And, but yeah, I was. I'm. I'm thinking. I was like, the real. The mm-hmm. fact that they had a great WrestleMania match. Yeah. They had one of the best matches at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then at Payback, they're having a match that was gonna pro- likely be better than the WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine what they're gonna do at Extreme Rules. And I'm hoping. I'm praying that this whole thing ends at Great Balls of Fire. I didn't want to talk about it. I want to talk about Great I, Balls I of Fire. I didn't. Want we will to talk get to Great it. Balls of Fire probably later. But, God damn yeah, it. I feel like they could really do a lot, and I, I'd love to see a ladder match, though, down yeah. the road. A multi-man ladder match. I was, Actually, they could do that Extreme Rules. Yeah. I was genuinely uh, surprised that Aries didn't go over. I, I, I genuinely thought he was going to win you the title. You thought so? Yeah. I don't think so. His payback is kind of like the, hey, we didn't put this guy over at WrestleMania, <laughs> but we'll put him over now. The lucky thing is that likely is going to happen to the main, main roster, yeah. not the Cruiserweight division. It, it, to me, it's weird, too, that Aries is like the big face. In the cruiserweight division, because yeah. he does heal so much better. Like I like him as a face, but I th- I think that's the thing though. I feel mm-hmm. like we could end up getting when Aries likely eventually wins the title. Yeah, we could easily get Aries versus Kalisto. Aries <laughs> you versus... think so? Yeah, I think it's possible. Uh, you think they'll actually push Kalisto in the cruiserweights, well, and they're still gonna t- punish him by having him wrestle normal guys? But just like. I feel like that. I hope so. I mean, it'd be stupid. Kalisto could be a nice, like, solid. Ad- he'd be a great addition to the cruiserweight division. Yeah, his, gimm- his, gimmick is, uh, his gimmick is really unlucky cruiserweight. Yep. <laughs> Who is now one of the only men to defeat Braun Strowman oh, yeah. since being put back on Raw? <laughs> Good for Kalisto. Oh man, gimmick's working out for him. All right, what's the next one? The Hardys versus Cesaro and Sheamus. God fucking damn it, Cesaro work or not Cesaro. Sheamus works fucking stiff. Yep. <laughs> well, we always knew that though. We always yeah. heard, how many times did you like injure Daniel Bryan or somebody? Oh, so okay. Uh, I read a uh, I read a thing from the Wrestling Observer about this match. Yeah. One of their like big guys, I think it was Brian Alvarez, went off on Sheamus, and like fucking tore him apart. And he was like, this guy is way too unsafe to be working. He stiffs everybody. He's the fucking reason Daniel Bryan doesn't wrestle anymore. And, like, 
he was going off on him, and I was like, I think it's a little unfair to. Yeah, you can play I mean, better. Yeah, Sheamus works real stiff, but how many concussions has Daniel Bryan had over his career? Yeah, you can't just blame one guy. <laughs> Poor Sheamus. I mean, Sheamus like, does work stiff, like you can yeah. tell. Just yeah. by, I mean, look at the guys he's injured. But yeah. he, that's like his style, though, at the same yeah. time. It's like some guys are like that. Yeah. Go ask Hardcore Holly. Yeah. I think he, like, he, he said to me, he's like, Holly? oh, it was super unprofessional for him to not, not be working safe. And I was like, I would imagine the guys had enough training to know how to work safely. And I don't, I feel like, like knowing the Hardys, they didn't care. Yeah. Like, they're probably like, oh, fucking A, I lost my, Jeff's probably like, I lost my tooth. And then... Yeah, because that's definitely the worst thing that's <laughs> happened to Jeff Hardy. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Immortal happened to Jeff Hardy. I know. Still hasn't recovered. Willow the Wisp happened to Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I know, but you liked Willow. Yeah, I liked Willow. I know you did. You were a big Willow fan. I liked Willow. I liked Itchweed. I liked all of it. <laughs> Itchweed. I was there for the whole ride. Oh, man. <laughs> so but, the... Uh, the match was good, though. Yeah, no. I liked the match. It was, uh, I think it's probably been their best match since they've been back. Yeah, yeah they haven't really had many like standout Not too many like tag team matches. But it's been like you you can tell this was the same thing as the like, you know, Aries Neville thing where yeah. it's they're saving. Yeah. They're saving all the good stuff for later because they're telling a story right now, you which know, Seamus which and what Cesaro. happened at the end of the match. Yeah, they they turned heel. It was fucking great. Yeah. And, I mean, the promo on Raw wasn't really anything special. It was Yeah, they're Top Gun now. It was uh, it was for very forget yeah. <laughs> I think Cesaro's goose. Yeah. Oh. Maybe Seamus is Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like it wasn't a great pro- it was really forgettable. It was nothing special. Yeah. And it didn't really go anywhere and the crowd didn't seem to be as into it. Their jackets I, didn't match colors either. It, they, that fucking bothered me. The jackets didn't fucking match. <laughs> I'm like, you have the same jacket. Why can't you Cesaro's get the same Cesaro's was like a black. Seamus was like a kind of like, like off red. Yeah, it was weird. It was I'm weird. like, this is, no. <laughs> get the same color jacket. Why can't you guys just match for once? <laughs> just do something similar. I mean, it took like forever for Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano yep, to, to like yep. match without looking <laughs> awkward. Follow that pattern. You guys will get there. But... You know, it's another one of those things where I'm glad this happened. There's no, there's nothing going on in the tag division other than that. Yeah. Like, we talked about Enzo More, Enzo and Cass versus uh, the club. It's like, that's that's everything else that's going on in the tag division. I think I had said to you earlier today, it sucks that the Revival is out right now. Yeah. Like, uh, who is it? Dash, I think, has the jaw injury. It sucks. Because, like, I feel like they would, they would just. Yeah, first of all, I feel like if uh, if they were still here, it wouldn't have been uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. No, I think Hardys. it would have been Cesaro. You think so? It would have been Cesaro and Sheamus versus Hardys. I think they would have still gone with that. They would have built up the revival, yeah. though, with a feud against Enzo and Cass. You and think then, so? Like, they would have, yeah, I really do think that that's what they okay. would have done, and they would have saved it yeah. like Great Balls of Fire or even Stop SummerSlam. Stop bringing up the name. Great I don't, Balls of Fire. I don't like it. Why don't you like the genius name Vince McMahon came up with? It's because named after a song, Michael. A song. Yeah, you know how many... I, let, let me ask, because Vince McMahon is so in touch with the kids and what's hip nowadays. How many fucking kids do you think know, <laughs> know the song, Great Balls of Fire? How many kids do you know that can name the artist of the song, Great Balls of Fire? Dude, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> like, I, I know it. I know if you say it, but I, I don't know. I won't know off the top of my head. Jesus Christ. Vince McMahon, why are you getting a biopic? Oh, we're not even going to talk about the fucking biopics. You know, Linda was a stripper. Like the, 
Dude, she wasn't a stripper. She was a waitress. A waitress at a strip club. Yes, that was. Okay. That's the plot. You were working Spoilers. as a waitress at Sorry, a nudie bar. Okay, so <laughs> Artie's and um, Sheamus was but, good. Yeah, like he was a good match, and you know I, I'm I'm excited to see where they go. I'm excited to see if they're the ones who are going to break. I, the I was gonna say another thing we we didn't touch on during Raw. They uh, they're, they're starting to the show lead, a, little, they did a little bit of leniency. They're they're, they're getting there. I, I think it's I think they're building. <laughs> Matt's not it. using the voice yet, but he's using the vocabulary. He is, I, and I am so I'm wondering what's gonna happen. I. I I you know we heard the rumor about I don't I don't think Sheamus and Cesaro are gonna be the ones to break them. I don't now. think so. I think it's they're the ones who are gonna start the down like the, the, the I, they're not gonna be the ones. I don't think they're gonna they're going to be the ones to break them. Okay. But I like the idea of them being the ones to be like, this is where the downward spiral begins. Because <laughs> you know in TNA it, it, it was kind of because we had Big Money Matt. I remember Big, Big Money, Money Matt. Matt. And Big Money Matt wasn't bad either. It was actually like fun. <laughs> and you know, you had Big Money Matt, and then we just got the we got broken Matt Hardy, and it was very rushed. And this is WWE can take advantage and do the opposite and yeah. just kind of like, yeah, you know, just take a nice slow route with it, and then build up to that moment, mm-hmm. and then like let us go. Yeah, it finally fucking happened. Let Matt Hardy <laughs> go wild. I I can't wait to like, like if it is Bray Wyatt that breaks them. I can't wait for, like, the segment in the ring where, like, Bray Wyatt's beating on Matt Hardy, and he's, like, just punching him, and then just Matt's just like, ah, <laughs> yeah. I hope it's at a pay-per-view, though. Yeah. I want a pay-per-view with a very, like, wrestling crowd. Like, if it was yeah. in Chicago, oh that would have been really cool. Like, just picturing, like, Bray, like, beating down Matt, and then just, like, he very slowly. The seven deities are fucking go flowing through Matt Hardy's body. It would it would be great. But, uh, what was it? What was the next match of the card? Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. She was in her hometown, so she was doomed from the start. I will say this: that was Alexa Bliss's best match. You think so? That was her best match to date. I think that was her best match. Yeah. Uh, she's getting so much better. Mm-hmm. I have to give it to the girl, man. She is getting. So much better. She's getting better. promo. She's like the best on promos right now. Yeah. She's so her. She's so in, she's so in tune with her character. Yeah. I have to applaud her for that. Her in ring work is you know it's it's okay. Yeah. It's not great, mm-hmm. but it's it's getting there. And the fact that she's improved so much and she's like what twenty four. Is she, she really? She's, yeah. She's like our age. Jesus Christ. And that's just that's awesome. That is that is just great for her. And I'm glad you know. Bailey oh shit! Was, yeah, she's twenty five. Well, look at that. Fuck. And you know it's. Bailey works better as an underdog, and the fact that I think she lost on Raw as well. Yeah, she took the pin in she, the, uh, the. So she loses her title, and then mm-hmm. the next day she get takes the pin. Yeah. And that is a big thing, in my opinion, because yeah. it's you know it's gonna build sympathy for her character where she was mm-hmm. on top, and now she's like you know it's it's it, it's a better story. Yeah, ba- Bailey's a confusing one to me though. She's been because booked weird. like not not only has she been booked weird, but like. I feel like with a lot of different wrestling characters, you can kind of see like where the next step or where the next evolution in that character will be. I don't see like where Bailey goes. She's gonna like, become in the future. Like, cause the whole thing is like you know she has a very like kids. She's twelve years old. That's that's her gimmick. pretty much her gimmick. And you know I, I don't really like the gimmick anymore. I, I like yeah. it. I like how it was. In NXT, it was it was like better. It wasn't as over the and we, top. And we said that from the beginning. Like the minute she hits the main roster, like it's not gonna go over as well as it's they good, think it's a it different is. thing. It's it was it's not built up the same. It, yeah, NXT is a much more closed thing, and they're a lot more open. Those fans yeah. are like more. They're willing to cheer for certain things a lot yeah. more than like 
yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a tougher audience when you get to the main roster. Yeah, and you because you're dealing with a, a whole wide array of types of fans, mm-hmm. and you know you have Bailey who's just she plays a a little kid. Yep. You know she plays like a she plays a wrestling fan. That's how they're yeah. perceiving it. Like that's how they're doing it. Yeah, because she's a fan, and it's you know the and a lot of the promos now are it's not okay to be a wrestling fan. We're gonna make fun of you. <laughs> I'm like, well, that that's definitely the message you wanna you wanna send home to the audience, all the kids watching. But you remember, know, I, remember, kids, if you know wrestling fans, bully them. Yeah, that's because be a star. What what I'm I'm what I'm wondering Mama is Mamma Mia. I wonder what's gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love Moro. <laughs> I I love, like I I, I want to know. Like I, I love WWE's booking because it makes no fucking sense. I fucking hate it. When I say I love, I'm being very like sarcastic yeah. with that. I'm not actually. Fifty-fifty booking. It's it's not even the fifty-fifty booking. It yeah. makes no sense. Who does Alexa feud with after Bailey? Sasha? She could feud with Sasha for a little bit. Um, are they going to save that? Or are they just going to rush it like they do with every... They're probably going to rush it. They, it's, if you look at the whole women's division, that's what they do with every Summer Ray comes back finally and gets her well-earned Baby title face match. Summer Ray? Yeah, sure. Whatever. But, but that's the thing. It's, this is my WWE creative mentality. I don't give a shit. It doesn't make sense because it's like, yes, we could end up getting you know Extreme Rules, Bailey versus Alexa... In a rematch, and then yeah. Great Balls of Fire, it's a tri- – hold on. It's a triple threat. Then at SummerSlam, you can do the Alexa versus Sasha match. I would actually have Alexa win, and then Sa- – but at the same time, it's like I don't want them to wait that freaking long yeah. for Sasha to turn on Bailey. Yeah. They've been teasing that for months. I feel like – I feel like if they don't turn Sasha heel soon – Nobody's gonna give a shit when she finally does. It, and this is the one time where it's like you guys need to pull the trigger now, not rush. You guys rush all these matches, mm-hmm. but then when it's time for you actually to pull the trigger on something, you don't. Do you're it. gonna wait. Yep. But just oh my god, it's so it's terrible. Bad. And like the women's division on Raw is gonna be really weird because you're gonna have heel Nia Jax, heel Alexa, possibly heel Sasha at some point, mm-hmm. heel Emma. And the last thing I want is, is Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke to be the face of the women's division. <laughs> I do not want her versus. She's not ready. She's not even close to ready. Yeah. I do not want Dana Brooke. She should have stayed on NXT if anybody. Jesus it, Christ. That's true. Well, the thing was, she got called up with Emma, and they were really good yeah. together in NXT. And now look, now they're kind of feuding, and I actually hope they just end up back together. Yeah. And like I don't, I don't know. They don't really have a baby face that they can use. Push a Push Alicia Fox. Even if it's like for a month or two. Push Alicia Fox. Just fucking do it. Give us something new. Hashtag we want Alicia Fox. As long as she's not crazy Alicia because that's just – No. It gets weird. No. Or she starts to scream. Okay, you know what? Next match. Push Noam Dar. Oh, the next match. What was the next match? (laughs) The the highlight of the night, man. Randy Orton. Oh, my God. It's the House of Horrors. (laughs) It was the beginning of the House of Horrors. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Randy Orton pulls up to a house in Kansas City, Missouri at 6 p.m. It's Kansas like, City, Missouri? That's where they filmed it. Kansas City. Yep. Yeah. Missouri. You ever notice how weird it was that they showed like the shots of outside the arena in San Jose and it was daylight? Isn't Kansas City in Kansas? No, no. No. Kansas City's in Missouri. Where the fuck is Kansas City in? Wait, What? Don't Kansas, fucking... No, 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 no. Kansas City. Yes. There's a state called Kansas, is there not? Yeah. What's the capital of Kansas? I don't fucking know. The K. Oh, my 
fucking god, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you right now. No, wait, are you actually telling me? No, 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 no. Kansas, a Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. But there's not a Kansas City, Kansas. No, that's weird. Well, how is that weird? <laughs> no. Wait, I, no. I'm telling you this 100%. Kansas City is in Missouri. <laughs> For, for those, this is an audio thing, so it's not a video thing. For those who don't know, Cody's having like a mental breakdown. I don't right even now. fucking understand look, this right look. now. Look, here you go. Oh my fucking god, it's real. Yeah, he's showing me a picture. That's right. Kansas, like, how did you not know that? I just always. <laughs> Kansas City sits on Missouri's western edge, straddling the border with Kansas. <laughs> so it's right next to Kansas. They almost made it. They almost made it to Why the kids. fuck wouldn't you just call it something else? Like Missouri City or some shit. That sounds, that sounds weird. Well, why the fuck is Kansas City in Missouri? This isn't even... Oh, fuck anyway. this. This isn't even... This makes the match even worse. So, uh, although, hold on, hold on. I want to say one okay, thing, okay. though. When we were about to enter the House of Horrors match, Ooh. I was so hyped for that shit. Yeah. I, I'm like, give me the worst... I hate this feud. I hate... The corpse burner. I hate I hate the corpse burner, Randy Orton. <laughs> and I just wanted them to just go all out. I wanted them to give me the dumbest shit. They like just I wanted to just be like, you know, it's fucking throwing at a wall and we're gonna do it. Yep. Boom. Yep. Fridge. They gave me the fridge. They the gave fridge me the hanging dolls. Shit. They gave I'm just ugh. Whose house was that? It's Bray Wyatt's house. I'd assume. <laughs> go figure. You know, that house is up for sale right now. <laughs> is Zilla. it really? Yeah, people have found it. It's like, I don't know, $36,000? $36,000? Yeah, you want to buy a house in Kansas City? Buy... House no. of Horrors? No, I want to buy a house in Kansas, not okay. Kansas City. Well, anyway. Don't fake me out, so, bro. So I don't know if you noticed, I, as, as I tried to allude to like a minute or two ago. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, what is it? They showed the time. shots of outside the, uh, the arena yep. in San Jose, California. Or it's daytime. Bright, bright, bright <laughs> it's out. Fucking daytime. Like it's probably like six or like six p.m. over there. Yep. Cuts to the house of horrors, pitch black. Well, that's the thing though. They entered the ro- the realm of Wyatt. The realm of Wyatt. You enter the realm of Wyatt. It's is that right darkness. next to the shadow realm, or is that Bray Wyatt controls all the, like the time? Whether it's you know. I thought sunny. that was the seven deities. No, 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 no. Okay. This is that's 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 why that's why Bray's connected to Matt in a much more spiritual way that you then you can comprehend obviously. Okay. All right. As we can see, but you know Bray can control like the sun. He can control the moon. The yeah. That's why he always talks like that. Because that's he, literally when he enters the the Wyatt realm, and <laughs> you know like the the realm the like he, the realm of Wyatt. Like he enters that place yep. and he controls it. So he's not fucking lying when he says like. <laughs> Crazy shit that really we don't get because it doesn't really lead to anything, but it leads stuff there. It's just not televised. Hey man, very very rarely <laughs> do we get to see the the Wyatt compound. There's a reason for that, man. Yeah, there's a reason. Bray doesn't like Is cameras. Why would he want? That's like a magician saying, "Hey, let me show you all my tricks." They're not gonna do that. Okay, they're gonna keep it special. So, question. Yeah. Because we noticed it very early on in the beginning, like when Randy was, was walking up to them. Yeah, the cameraman with he him. He let them there for the House of Horrors. He invited them. Like, you were about to, you're going to be, what, what did he say when Randy joined the Wyatt family? You're getting the keys to the kingdom. 
And he gave the cameraman the keys to the kingdom, and the kingdom is the realm of Wyatt. And the realm of Wyatt <laughs> is a very sacred place. Michael, 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 you fucking understand. This is the realm of Wyatt. This is where he belongs. This is his domain. You don't go to Shao Kahn in the uh, freaking Mortal Kombat shit, right? You don't go to his place and tell him what to do. You know what happens? Mortal Kombat 2 fucking happens. You know, stuff like that happens. Or like Deadly Alliance. You remember Deadly Alliance? That wasn't a good one. That wasn't. I, I enjoyed it. I Because I like, I, I had PS, I think it was PS2 or PS3 at the time. Oh and I was a big fan. But you know, like, that's totally different. Or the Shadow Realm. Like you said, like you're talking about the Shadow Realm, right? Yeah. Yami Yugi. What about Yami? That's what I'm saying, though. Oh, my God. It's their domain. They control. We don't understand anyway, it. Anyway, the House of Horrors, the match itself. I give it a, I give it a D plus. Yeah. I think uh, Bray Wyatt. And I, I, when I say this, I'm, it's probably the most original joke anybody said. I think Bray Wyatt played a little too much uh, Resident Evil 7 when he, uh, <laughs> when he designed the House of Horrors. He didn't design it. He thought it because it's the realm of Wyatt. Oh, my God. You need to fucking understand it. But we will, <laughs> we will say one thing. What? Welcome to the family, son. What? It's from Resident Evil 7. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you, wait, wait. I was like, the Wyatt family? Oh, yeah. my God. There you go. That is, oh, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Jinder fucking Mahal showed up. Started busting some shit. Yeah, I don't, I'm not as excited anymore yeah. for that match. I think the cameraman might have been the one to let Randy out from under the fridge. Oh yeah, but they're not supposed to get involved. Don't you ever seen The Office? One in like the latest season, the cameraman gets involved. It is a horrible storyline. Do you ever see that? No. They did not help. They didn't. They were not in the realm of why they could have solved that. Hey, it is possible that Bray just kind of went, "Hey, fridge, get up off of Randy." Oh, and the fridge just got up. One thing I want to know is, oh my god, you're not answering my question about the fridge. Oh my god. You didn't realize it. Remember what? how Randy just showed up in the arena when the lights went out? Yep. Dude. What? Bray gave him the keys to the kingdom. That it wasn't the Randy king- had it in him all along to control the power of the Wyatt realm. <laughs> he was able to teleport using <laughs> Dude, it's not a joke. It's for real, man. He was able to teleport. <laughs> guys, guys. So so what you're saying is that if Randy believed in himself hard enough <laughs> that he can teleport. How many shows have we seen do the same thing? Many. We've seen a fair amount of shows. Okay. This is, this was, this, oh my God. This was were, the pinnacle. Oh, Randy had to reach his inner darkness. That's why, oh my God, his the corpse burner lives inside. Oh my God, man. My mind's blown. This is true. The, the corpse burner, guys. Guys, you, if you're listening, I don't even want to finish this thought. I'm done. Okay, what's the next match, man? <laughs> oh, what do you get? What do you? What do you? What do you think about the match, though? To conclude it. Oh, no! Now we want to know what I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was terrible. I think it was awful. I think it was hard to watch. It was bad. I think one of my favorite parts was when Bray Wyatt just kind of casually. Or no, no, no! I have two favorite parts. Yeah. First part, Bray Wyatt gets outside after Randy's trapped under the fridge, and we're all thinking like. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. Bray's gonna get redemption. <laughs> He's gonna burn Randy's corpse, and then the lights just changed. You know what I would have loved? What? I, and the lights fucking changed were stupid. Yeah. But I would have loved if it was a transition it, from SmackDown to Raw because the light was blue <laughs> and then oh, went man. red. I, I would have honestly loved if Bray just like 
puts his arms out, and then like the house just goes on goes in, up in flames, right? Yeah. It goes up in flames, and then he gets into the limo. Was it a limo? Yeah. It was a limo. He gets to the limo, he drives off, and then we just get a cut scene, and we just see Randy Orton driving the limo, <laughs> and we're not we get no answer as to how it happened. <laughs> and then we get but, to the, we, like the limo pulls up. And then Bray gets out, steps out, and he's like limping over to the ring. Mm-hmm. Then the door opens, and then Randy comes out. He's like, Bray! And, and, I'm not finished yet! And no, 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 no. Okay. It's bronze thing. <laughs> Bray looks back, he's just like, and it's like a, like a remember the close up between uh, Triple H and Randy? The dramatic close up during the, like their feud when uh, Triple H invaded Randy's home? Yeah. And it's like a dramatic close up of like, oh my god. Yeah. I would have fucking loved that if it was reversed with Bray. <laughs> I would have loved it. But my second favorite part was Bray crawling into the limo and being like, driver to the arena. <laughs> yeah. And like, then he began the long 36 hour drive from Kansas City, Missouri dude. to San Jose, California. That's why I was pre taped. Yeah. Because it took a while. Everyone's just like, you know, thinking too much into it. It's like, no, he, he that was filmed a couple days ago. We had just seen Bray make it to the arena. Ah, uh, okay. Randy was able to travel using the realm of Wyatt. Okay, anyway, Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe was after that. Oh, oh one more thing what? about the match. What? Bray won a feud. Oh, yeah, Bray won a feud, and it well, was fucking terrible. You know what? He won a fucking feud. <laughs> he won a feud against It's like the getting WWE. a participation. Hold no. on. He won a feud against the WWE champion. He got something out of it. <laughs> and then he got a cut of promo against Kurt Angle for some reason. Who fucking knows? I don't know. And the match would be good, but it would make no sense. And, the, and it just kind of ended and cut to commercial. Yep. And then, who did he attack? Finn Balor. Finn Balor. And you know what's going to suck? What? All the stu- don't do don't don't do that. What? You're not Irish. I'm not. I mean, I, I am. Oh, oh. I'm part Irish, part Italian. <laughs> okay. I didn't would, you know like, would you like me to do Enzo? I'll no, do no, Enzo. thank you. But I, I, I'm a little worried that they're gonna do a lot of the uh, corny stuff between the Demon King and the Eater of Worlds. Yeah. I hope we get another House of Horrors match though with the Demon King, and then that's when uh, Finn enters. Well, uh, like, you know, he doesn't give Finn the keys to the kingdom, but check this out. Dude, no, listen. I'm listening. Listen, check this out. Okay. He doesn't give Finn the keys to the kingdom. And then, you know, you have, like, Wyatt beating down Finn outside. Yep. And then Finn looks up at him, and he just says something like, this is my domain. No, he's like, you're in my hell. And then fucking all these, like, demon, like, pseudo, remember when all, like, the, 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 the fake fins showed up? We get all these fake fins, like, demons coming oh out of the ground. God. And then Bray's like, oh, no! And he gets sucked into the ground, and it's like, until next time. This whole episode has been a role reversal. Maybe, maybe you did take my face off. Because this is this is like the kind of booking <laughs> I would do, and I'm fucking sick no, of it. No, I wish right I want to co- like you I know think we gonna, did swap faces. If they're gonna give us stupid storylines, I'm gonna give it to them back. Okay. All right. So anyway, That's Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe had a match. <laughs> that was that was a solid match. It's more of a story. Than anything. Yeah. You know, Seth. They had a good match. Um, it ended with uh, what Joe having the coquina clutch, and then Seth like. Rolled him on, like rolled, rolled him on back. his back, yeah. yeah okay. Rolled him on his back and got the pin. Okay. And I like that. I mean, I would have liked to see Joe like, win a couple more undefeated matches, but he didn't lose anything. Yeah. 
No momentum was lost for him. Yeah. He got to attack him the next night. That was a good main event on Raw, by the way. Oh, that was a fucking that was, great that main was event. That was fucking awesome. You know, Miz has really shown he can hold his own. Yeah. He's proven himself. Am I excited for Miz versus Dean? No. I'm excited for Miz to be Intercontinental Champion again, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. And King of safe style. That yeah. Like Miz. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, like I'm excited for that. Miz yeah. was a great intercontinental intercontinental champion on yeah. SmackDown. I like the idea of them ha- just letting him hold that title for a long time and then dropping it to somebody. Yeah. But you know you have Miz going into this feud with Dean, and I guess it could they could end up surprising us at Extreme Rules and maybe Great Balls of Fire, and possibly oh at SummerSlam or whatever. That name like physically hurts me it every is, time I, somebody says it. I remember I saw it and I'm like, this isn't fucking real. And I remember we had like the group text message. We have, yeah. we have a group text text message between all our friends, and I just sent a link to Great Balls of Fire, and nobody believed me. It, uh, no it one believed me. And I'm like, I sent the link. I'm like, watch the video because it's fucking real. Uh, it physically hurts me that that's an actual name. I like how they went from bad blood to great balls of fire. Somebody in marketing sat down. No, Vince sat down and said. Vince this. sat down with marketing and was like, okay, Vince, here's the names of some pay-per-views we could use. We're thinking about bringing some back, maybe doing bad blood again, maybe doing, like, I don't know. Unforgiven, maybe we'll bring that one Lethal back. Lethal Leap Year. You know, there's so much we could do. But so here are our options. And Vince is like, you know what? I uh listened to a lot of radio recently. I, I just got one in my home. And I think <laughs> there was a song that came on and it just it made me feel something. Something deep in my balls. The great balls of fire. Make that a pay-per-view. And they're just like they're like, okay, Vince, says, that's retro, dude. They'll like that. What the hell are you talking about? I thought this came out <laughs> this past year. Could you imagine? I would love to be Give in me meeting. great balls I of want, fire. I would love to be in that meeting with Vince, just saying how much. Like, he, just having Vince be there and just talking about how, how much he thinks it's a great idea. And then Triple H just sitting there like, why? <laughs> why me? Why now? Why this? <laughs> Like, I, I just want to know. Like, do He's I, just sitting there like, is it too late for me to back out, like, of everything? <laughs> just everything. <laughs> He's like, I think I'm going to go on a nice fishing company in, like, Alaska it's just, and never come back. Oh, my God. It's just it's so <laughs> bad. But, you know, Samoa Joe versus Seth was, was a solid <laughs> match. Yeah. I'll give him that. I'm excited to see where they go with it. I, mm-hmm. I love the attack on Seth that they did with Joe. Seth I, didn't use his new finish in this one, did he? I don't think he used it. I don't think he ever got to hit it. I don't believe. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember him hitting it. I think they might have teased it at some point. I think that's what it was, but he never got yeah. to hit it. And I like I like protecting the finisher because yeah. he literally just debuted it yeah. on on TV. What do you think you should call it? I don't know. I'm curious. I, I was telling you somebody somebody on Twitter because like WWE started a hashtag, like hashtag Seth's new Seth's new move or something like that. They're like tweet out what you guys think the name should be. Like, one of the top-rated ones was, like, calling it regicide. Because it's, like, that's, like, the definition of the act of killing a king or something yep. like that. That'd be Go cool. with the whole King Slayer thing. The thing is, though, he never hit it on Triple H. Yeah, so that, that makes it weird. Because he never hit the move on Triple like H. Like, if he so kept doing weird. the pedigree and just called it regicide instead of the pedigree, like, fine, but. he doesn't, They don't really even call him the King Slayer. He calls himself the King Slayer. Has he said it? Like, he hasn't said it since. It's kind of a T-shirt that says it, but he doesn't say it. It's, it's, it's kind of like the kind of guy in high school that like 
came up with his own nickname and wanted to get it over with people, but nobody else liked it. So I he just like called, it. So he just I, called it. I think Kingslayer Seth Rollins is better than the architect Seth Rollins because I don't know what he's architecting. Oh, that's not a word, but I don't know what he's architecting, man. <laughs> What's he building? He it was a weird name. Yeah. Like lunatic fringe made more sense for Dean Ambrose. I mean, it's stupid sounding, but you know it made sense for Dean. Mm-hmm. And you know what was that? The big dog Roman Reigns. Big dog. You know, it's just like I mean, I get that. Like mm-hmm. that's a simple name. Yep. But you know, the architect made no sense for Seth. The Kingslayer <laughs> did because he beat Triple H, the King of Kings. Yeah. And I like that idea. Like I like the concept of it. Yeah. I actually would love to see. You know, this is a, on an off note, but just having them bring back King of the Ring and then letting Seth win. So now he's the king and the king slayer. That'd be cool. Or if somebody wins the king of the ring and then it's at feuds with the king of the ring, and it's like the king, king slayer, slayer versus yeah. the king. Jerry the king Lawler turns heel. He gets to hit him with a move. I don't care about Jerry the king. Yeah, I don't either. Anymore. To be honest, I haven't cared about Jerry the king Lawler. In Remember like, he had King's Court for like a week on SmackDown. I try not to. And he was like in his ring gear. I'm like, this is because uh, that bad. that was when he was kind of doing that thing with Dolph Ziggler, and Dolph Ziggler decided for a week that he wanted to be Chris Jericho, and he was just like, Jerry the King Lawler, Set, um, what have you done with your career? And then he super kicked uh, him in the chest. Yep. Because remember, he had a heart attack. Do you remember that? He almost died. He had a heart attack on TV. He almost died. Just in case you didn't remember, dude. Just. Dolph is horrible. He's horrible on the mic. Yep. He has poor comedic timing. Yep. His promo against Shinsuke sucked. Mm-hmm. His promos in general are yep. really freaking shitty. Yep. And I don't hate Dolph. I think he's a great in-ring worker. But when it comes to, like, Personality. like you have a lot of people. I remember, like, I used to be supportive of a, of a Dolph push. Yeah, same. And, you know, a lot of people, and, and I knew there was people against it. Yep. And I can see why. Dolph has is a two-time world champion. Dolph has been in main events, but he just never clicked at that level. He never yep. clicked at that. He couldn't cut a promo. He would cut it okay, when he was doing the hashtag heel thing. Yeah, that was fine because he was doing like fast promos. He was cutting fast promos, talking about how good he was. Yeah, but he kept doing it. Yep. He turned babyface. Still wore a hashtag heel hoodie. Yeah, he you know like he calls himself heel Ziggler on Twitter. Yep. he's a, he was a babyface. It do, I under, it's like it doesn't make sense. Your promos have never changed. Your gimmick <laughs> is like you're stuck in the '80s, but you're not at the same time. I don't really know what you're doing. You know what's it's deader just, than the, uh, you know what's deader than the crowd's interest in Dolph Ziggler? What his comedy career? <laughs> <laughs> That's funnier than it. Yeah, but uh, I'm funnier than uh, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> That's saying a wow. lot. Yeah. Oh wow. Hey, Owen Wilson. Thanks, thanks Owen. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm excited for Dolph versus Shinsuke though. The match itself is going to be good. It's just I, we have to bear through the Dolph promos, yep. and we have to bear through Shinsuke wearing a mouth guard promos. And I'm just like, you know, the the, the artist, the what is it? The artist known as the Shinsuke. Artist known as, yeah. I'm fine with the nickname, but like, what was wrong with his other nickname? King of Strong Style. What was wrong? Uh, was they probably be like, well, we have to explain what Strong Style is. I don't know. Let's just go with a new name. But uh, let's go to the main event. Bro! <laughs> that was good. Versus Roman Reigns. Oh, that was a good in match. In a fucking bloodbath. That was a good match, dude. <laughs> uh, you know what? People can give Roman as much shit as they want. That dude does sell for the yeah. right people. He knows how to fucking sell. Yep. He sold for Braun. He got fucking flipped in a goddamn ambulance to make Braun look good. Yep. And Braun is, get, gets cheered. 
It, it's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so weird. And Braun is everything we want in wrestling. And if you had said that around WrestleMania 32, yep. you know how bummed I am at myself? For not liking Braun back then? I mean, he was booked like shit back then being a part of the Wyatt family. You're like, yeah. he wasn't booked well. Yeah, yeah. He was just a big dude that just kind of stood there and he was greenish goose shit. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's you know, rumors of uh, Braun versus Undertaker, WrestleMania 32. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and I was, remember, I'm thinking, oh my God, please give me Braun versus Undertaker, WrestleMania 33. You know, I'm <laughs> praying for that. And, you know, we got Roman versus Taker. But, like, it's just, holy fuck, dude. Braun is like a perfect. He's so into his character. Yeah. His matches are never bad. It makes perfect sense for the way his matches are booked. You know, he lost to Kalisto, but he lost to Kalisto in, like, one of those fluky ways. And it kind of sucks that the stage isn't as big as it used to be. <laughs> because he just kind of pushed Kalisto. It's like, <laughs> plop. So, so, what is it? They were they were listing off Kalisto's injuries on Raw. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know who does the writing for, like, the medical terminology for uh, Michael Cole, because he's always the one to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, I just want – I want most people to know, pretty sure men don't have a cervix that they can uh, suffer a cervical damage to. Did that was said? Yeah. Oh. Did so you look the, it up? Did you look up if men have a cervix? I, I don't want to at this Look point. it up right now. Look up <laughs> men have cervices. Cervixes. Because – if if my very limited medical knowledge serves me correctly, I feel like that has something to do with the birthing canal. That or I just might look <laughs> the at the birthing canal. That, that or I just might look like the biggest asshole right now. Who Mike fucking Regan knows? Mike doctor sessions here on the Kings Road podcast. <laughs> we gotta just. I'm just gonna up. type into Google. Do, do men have a cervix? Here we go. We're all gonna find out together. Ready, guys? Here we go. How the fuck do you spell cervix? I think it's C-E-R-V-I-A. C-E-R? Okay, C-E-R-V-I-A. Yeah, C- yeah okay. I'm just going to – hopefully somebody autocorrects me. Can men get cervical? What is it? First thing that comes up, can men get cervical cancer? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can men cervix? Yes or no, man? Uh, I, I, this is a weird web, website to read. Like, it's just – it's set up weird. Dude, give me your phone. Oh, fucking no. Hold on. What do you... We're going to find out right now. <laughs> Let's see here. Do, you, I, 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 do you men have a cervix? I think that's literally what I just clicked. <laughs> hold on a second. Right, hold on. He's like, no... It's like the response. No, men do not have a cervix. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. So, uh... Yeah, so they, <laughs> okay, they man, basically no, called right. Kalisto a woman. Not a bad thing. Yeah, like, I'm, like, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be. That's like the first like intergender match we've gotten like, in forever. That's... Since what? Jamie Noble and uh, Nydia, whatever her name was. Remember that? Yes. I, 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 I don't know why I do, to be honest. Anyway. Anyways, the match was hope, good. Hopefully Kalisto's birth in Canal recovers. Dude, I got so bummed. <laughs> when When uh, Roman was going into the ambulance. It is, I'm not finished with you and fucking burst through the door into the empty boxes. My favorite thing was that, uh, and it still kind of pisses me off that WWE does this nowadays when they show, like, they're like, here's what happened at the pay per view last night. Yeah. And instead of showing actual fucking replays of oh, the pay per view, they show the still pictures. I fucking hate that. And you hear but, the audio? Yep. But they, uh, so 
they had the picture of Braun running at the door, and they freeze framed it like right as he was colliding with the door. And it was like I wanted to take a picture of it because it felt to me like one of those memes, like, "Hey, my name's Braun Strowman. You're probably wondering how I got here." <laughs> like the Thor Ragnarok trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Braun. You probably want to know how I got here right now. Well, let me a... just say, it starts with a family in the Wyatt realm. <laughs> oh my god. Braun knows. Stop staring at me like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you know, the main event was cool. Um, I'm fine with having an ambulance match between Roman and Braun at yeah. Extreme e- Rules. And then we're likely going to get Great Balls of Fire. Oh. No, dude, it's the truth. Great Balls of Fire. It's going to be main match. event. No, you know what? They better fucking be some type of or a ring of fire match. Oh my god! Isn't it's that, come full circle. Isn't that what Bray called it? Yeah. Yeah. Because because they didn't get set on fire. It was pinfall and submission. There's just fire around the ring. It's gonna be a ring of fire match between um. And then Luke Harper and Eric Rowan just kind of threw a tarp over the fire. Dude. And then kind of walked in. Dude, we're gonna. Wait, I remember that. That was stupid. Yeah. That was, was really that was fucking. That was his first match too. Yep. But what we're going to get is probably Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt in a Ring of Fire match. <laughs> I'm not excited for that at yeah. all, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Great Balls of Fire is likely what I think is going to be the headline. I shouldn't say likely, but what I think, it's going to be Brock Lesnar defended. The first defense will be held in July. Yeah. The, it's what, it's, well, he's wor- it's July, he's right? working more dates this year. But is it, it's in July, right? But no, they said it's his oh, first title enough. defense. In the video, like for the promoting Great Balls of Fire, I did not want to stick around for the entire video. Dude, I did. At the end, it's good for you. His first title defense will be held at Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls oh of Fire God. is Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Brock fucking Lesnar at Great Balls you, of Fire. What do you think his reaction to this was? Brock doesn't give a fuck. He's like, like hey. well, no, no, no. I, I'm just saying, like, fucking Vince McMahon sitting there, like Brock. Brock, we need you to come in for your first title defense. He's just kind of like, all right, Vince, where's my first title defense? He's just Is that kinda, your Brock Lesnar voice? Have you heard Brock Lesnar's voice? Actually, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, Vince, where is it? And he's just like, it's going to be in Texas at the newest pay-per-view attraction. Great balls of fire. What the fuck do you think Brock Lesnar <laughs> thought of that? He, I'm going to say it again. He's getting paid. How much are you paying me for this? <laughs> oh, we're paying you your usual $12 million a show, Brock. All right, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Why would he? He's getting paid good money. <laughs> if I was getting paid that, if I was getting paid like 100000 bucks, 10000 give me 1000 bucks. you're like, you're going to be at a show called Great Balls of Fire. You know what? Fuck it. Give me 20 I feel like bucks. there I'll has to, to be some show. of the older guys just kind of sitting there like, this is the name of the fucking show. Yep. Although we have, we have a couple people we know that actually like it. I mm, no. They like it. They're like, dude, it right. sounds cool. They're wrong. Reminds me of New Japan. I'm like, how the fuck does that remind you of New Japan? I'm like, okay. I can't. I can probably name like one New Japan show. My favorite thing is we have a two. Buddy. Two. I can name two. What? G1 Climax and Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> I was gonna say it's gonna be Wrestle Kingdom. Yep, obviously, that's all I can do. But you know, like we have one friend, uh, Evan, who was previously on a early version of this podcast with us. Yeah. And, you know, he's just like, he's like, Great Balls of Fire. He's like, no, that's stupid. That should be with something like Lucha Underground, which, by the way, Evan's never actually watched. And I just looked at Evan, and I'm just like, Evan, 
Do you even know the fucking names of the pay-per-views for Lucha Underground? They don't even have pay-per-views. They have, like, special... They have, they have one, one they have special. Like, they have, like, special shows. Well, they have Aztec oh, yeah, yeah, Warfare. Yeah, yeah. And then they have Ultima Lucha. I'm like, what does that have to do? He's just like, oh. I'm like, you... you you're a... God damn it, Evan. <laughs> God damn it. It's just, you know, Great Balls of Fire is a shitty name. I can agree with them on that. But don't yep. shit on Lucha Underground. I can't wait till they decide to have a new pay-per-view in London. And they decide to call it London Bridges Falling Down. That would be so fucking cool. I can't tell if you're serious, and I don't like that. I'm not going to give you the answer to that. I don't like that I can't tell if you're serious or not. London Bridges Falling Down. Yep. Fergie comes back. Does the, but does the, does How the, come yeah. every time I would come freak around? out. I would, I would be like, you know what? Vince if you're going to do who... it, if you're going to go that far... You're going to call a show Great Balls of Fire or London Bridge is going to fall down. You better <laughs> give it your all. You know, you know what's not going to make sense to me? If you like Great Balls of Fire, theme song's not going to be Great Balls of Fire. It's not. It's going to be some like generic rap. Oh, song. my God. But what if it is? I'd be like, okay with that, you just actually. see the match card where it's like, this Sunday at Great Balls of Fire. Braun Strowman taking on Brock Lesnar and shows like the two pictures and it's just like goodness gracious great balls. <laughs> That's so weird. That's so fucking weird to think That's about. That's the last match. Because I don't want to see Brock Lesnar's face and have that song. Oh in my the god, picturing it. You know, funny that would be. Nobody. It's like Vince thought it here's was cool. The thing. There's a lot of people who don't like wrestling. Yeah. And what's so f- great about it? How do you explain is this? We're gonna like you're gonna your, your friends are gonna look at you. Yeah. If if you like wrestling, your friends don't like wrestling. Yeah. They're gonna look and be like, "What are you doing? Watching wrestling? Oh, cool, dude. What's uh, what are you watching? Like, Great Balls of Fire." And they're gonna look at you and they'll be like, "That's like a song my grandpa listens to." No, no, they're gonna be they're gonna look and be like. This is why we don't watch wrestling. UFC is and better. You can't even fucking blame them yep. for shit like this. Yep. I mean, it's such a minor thing. It's the name of a fucking pay per view. But it's, it's terrible. It's, it's the name of a pay per view, but it's so bad. And it's somewhat embarrassing to just be like, because you defend wrestling. You defend the shitty stuff that happens on the show. Mm-hmm. You defend a guy dressed like Scooby Doo. With the mystery machine showing up, you defend all the stupid shit. You defend Mark Henry in in a uh, May Young, you know, birthing a hand. You know what I mean? You have to defend <laughs> hey, this hey, shit. I give them props for continuity at Raw. They 1, did. They did. But th- but that's the thing though. Like we do, you ha- we defend this shit. You yeah. know, like we defend it. We have to tell people it's not always like that. It's not always stupid. Yep. And you know, they can likely forgive like the generic pay per view names. Mm-hmm. You know, we get those. That's that's a, that's co- that's common. That's a yeah. wrestling thing. And but just oh my god, great balls of fire. It's like you can't Goodness defend gracious. that shit. Great balls of fire. Like with Lucha Underground, just what our buddy Evan said. Yeah. I can defend Lucha Underground because it, it, they created their own universe where it's not supposed to be realistic. Yeah. It's their own little world. It's not supposed to be real. Mm-hmm. WWE, it's like they don't really have their own little world. They call it the WWE Universe. But you know what? We have – there's it's like it's reality. It's Brock Lesnar who's a former MM, UFC star in the same world as Bray Wyatt in the Wyatt realm. You know what I mean? Like, the, these, First of all, the Wyatt realm is something you Shut your you fucking face. I, yeah, that Bray made that up. He didn't. Bray made that. Oh, my God. Bray made that, not me. Okay. I'm not going to take credit for another man's work. Oh, boy. I don't have the powers. Yeah. I, don't have to the key, I don't have the keys to the kingdom. Stop. <laughs> Just Stop. 
I don't. I. Uh, what do you want me to say to you? Not anything. What having do you want to, me to say? Nothing. I'm just. All I'm trying to say. All I'm. All I'm trying to say is. Are you gonna let me finish? Are you gonna let me finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Just let me finish. Are we good? Yep. Yep. We're good. I just want to say. All right. I. I just want to say. Fucking lost my place. Good. I remember now. No, God. fuck you. Let me finish. Let me finish. I just want to say that you have that, and then you have realistic stuff, and then you got the cruiserweight division and the women's division, and then you tie into all these things that make no sense at all. Like, you don't know. Dean Ambrose is a lunatic who can walk through the snow, you know? In, in during blizzards and stuff like oh, that, yeah. you have all this random stuff that really makes no sense at all. Bray Wyatt is the the biggest culprit. The Undertaker makes no sense anymore, but it, that's okay because that was in the '90s and it got like wavered in. You know, like it, it's allowed to happen because Undertaker's fucking was was fucking awesome. Oh, that's sad. I have to say, it was now, but you know, like you got Kane. You know, you got like it's like I don't. What what am I supposed to like? What what is the identity of WWE? You know what I mean. Like what what is the identity here? What are we supposed to do? I don't know. Like like how are we supposed? To, that's the that's the thing. And it's like they don't. They, I feel like Vince is like, I don't fucking know. I just put out a product, and I like what I what product I put out, and I respect him for that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, what the fuck? What am I? What do I tell my friends? How am I supposed <laughs> to get people to watch wrestling with me if I'd be like, dude, you want to come over and watch Great Balls of Fire with me? I'm alone. See how fucking weird that sounds? <laughs> it sounds fucking weird. Like, is like that, hey is that girl, the name of a porn? Hey girl, you want to come over and watch Great Balls of Fire with me? She'd be like, Dude, don't fucking call me again. You know, it doesn't make sense. Like, you can't have normal See, conversations. Now I'm thinking you, of the reverse, where like you call a girl, you're just like, hey, you want to come watch Great Balls of Fire? And she gets all into it, and she's just like, man, like. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch this dirty movie with this guy. We're gonna have a great time. Name she one girl you know that there. would ever do I that. I don't fucking know, but hold on. It's a thought. It's going. It's the train has left the station. All right. It's, Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and she like just arrives at the house like ready to do the dirty, and you're just fucking sitting there in your Roman Reigns t-shirt watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like, Come on in. I made popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you tell a joke, Dolph Ziggler. Fucking dumbass. All right, we're going to end it here. But you know what? I'm ex- I'm curious to see where they're going to go for Extreme Rules. Hold on. Yes. Elias Sampson reference. Didn't oh get God. that one in. Had to get it in. The Drifter. There you go. You got it in. There you go. We're down here. Kind of wish he All came right, into guys. the Rebel Wyatt. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. So, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this is the King's Road Podcast, as you know, because you're listening to this right now. And you can follow us on Twitter at Kings Road PDCST. You can follow me <laughs> on Twitter, Cody Sousa, at W-H-Y-I-M-C-A-S-Y-M-C-A-S. You can also follow me on Instagram on there as well. And you can follow me on Twitter at Punk Rock and Soda. Yes, you can. Also, I want to say one thing that I didn't get to say in the beginning. Yeah. But my first ever comic book came out. Yeah. So you got, it's called Croak. And you guys should all go buy it because it's my first I ever was, comic book. It's in comic book shops across the country. I, I was going to plug it, like, but we did the, the face-off thing. Yeah, we did the face-off thing. And I was like, it'd be yeah. cool if we talked about that in the beginning. But, yeah. But, yeah, if you guys are still listening, then feel free. Like, I'll probably mention another video or something. Yeah. But it'd be really awesome if you guys checked out my comic book. It's only $1.50 at comic shops across the country and in Ireland. And 
couple of, it's in Australia too. I was like, that's cool. It's a, yeah, go that. So now Finn Balor and, and uh, Buddy Murphy can do that. That you know it. what? Fuck yeah! If they do, then I'm gonna cry myself to sleep. Okay. But you know what? Nicholas Cage out. That's what you're signing off with. Okay. You know what? Whatever. <laughs>